Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello one and all, this is Bakabytes, a show where we talk about all things anime and manga. From news to reviews and everything in between, I am your host Frank Furter and with me is my co-host, the Donut Deviant Magically Average. Today we are going to talk about Fall Anime 20, er, 2022 channel announcements and... Mob Psycho 100 recasting its dub and more, but before that, how you doing, Tyler? It's a busy episode. Make it quick. Let's go. So you're doing good. Okay, cool. Let's just let's just fucking hop right into it because yeah, this is gonna be a busy episode as we said. Um, we're gonna hop into news story number one, which is Crunchyroll and High Dive announced their fall 2022 lineup, while Netflix looks towards the future. Uh, so basically, yeah, it's right. We're a week away from. Fall 2022, um, Crunchyroll and High Dive announced their lineups. There's nothing new about that. However, Netflix had like an event in a different country and they announced a shit ton of anime for next year. So we will hop into all that. But airing on Crunchyroll, their Fall 2022 lineup, which is not complete yet. There's still some TBD shows. So if you don't hear the show you're mostly anticipated for this season, there's some hope that it'll still be here, except just not for Bleach, so just put that out of your mind. Crunchyroll, you have Chainsaw Man on October 11th, Spy X Family Season or season 1 Part 2 on October 4th, or sorry, 1st, I can't read, apparently, it's just right there, hmm. Mob Psycho 100 Season 3 on October 5th, My Hero Academia Season 6 on October 1st, Blue Lock on October 8th, Pop Team Epic Season 2 on October 1st, Uzaki-chan Season 2 on October 1st, Beast Tamer on October 2nd, Berserk the Golden Age Arc Memorial Edition on October 1st, Bochi the Rock on October 8th, Do It Yourself on October 5th, I'm the Villainess so I'm Taming the Final Boss which is out now, you can go watch episode 1 on Crunchyroll right now, just turn this off, go, if that's your, sh- your shtick, Aye. but you know you could also listen to this so, 
it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Idolish 7 Third Beat or Season 3 on October 2nd. I think that's actually Core 2 for Season 3, if I'm not mistaken. But regardless, October 2nd, Legend of Mana, the Teardrop Crystal on October 7th. Legend of the Galactic Heroes, Die New Twice? These? I don't know. Season 4 on September 29th. Uh, I almost said Metal Gear Solid, but that's... <laughs> Shoot. Fuck, what's the mech show that we always make fun of? Mobile Suit Gundam. Why there did I put, why did I do MGS? It's MSG. Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from, Mer- from Mercury on October 2nd. Muvlove Love Alternative Season 2 on October 5th. Raven of the Inner Palace on October 1st. Shinobi no Itako, uh, Itoki on October 4th. The Human Crazy University on October 5th. To Your Eternity Season 2 on October 23rd. Tonakawa Over the Moon for You or Over the Moon for You special episode on November 22nd. Vazrock on October 4th, and Welcome to Demon School Iramakun Season 3 on October 8th. So those are what is announced for Crunchyroll right now. They still do have, like, minimum at least one show that they still need to announce because they had a section of their top picks for the season, and one of them was still TBD. So more to come from Crunchyroll probably this week, but as of right now, that is your... yeah. That is your lineup for Crunchyroll. On the other hand, we have High Dive, which actually has a lot more shows than I thought they would and a lot more quality shows that I actually want to give a try. Um, but starting it off, we have My Master Has No Tail on September 30th. I've somehow gotten stronger when I improved my farm-related skills on October 1st. Management of a Novice Alchemist on October 3rd. Encouragement of Climb Next Summit on October 5th. Reincarnated as a Sword on October 5th. The Eminence in Shadow on October 5th. Bibliophile Princess on October 6th, Akiba Made War on October 6th, Love Flops on October 12th, Peter Grill and the Philosopher's Time Season 2 Super Extra on October 10th, which, by the way, if you look at the poster, the Super Extra, they put the S in yellow and the EX in extra in yellow, so it just says sex. So you could tell what that show's about if you did Very know. subtle. Super subtle. But anyways, and then uh, the biggest probably uh, get for High Dive, uh, Urusei Yatsura uh, on October 14th, which we discussed last time in our preview episode as being a older show that they're rebooting. Um, and then, as I said, Netflix, they had an event this past weekend, and they announced a shit ton of stuff um, that actually looks pretty damn good. I'm, I'm intrigued by a lot of this. Uh, but to start it off, we have... Uh, I'm going to butcher this, I'm sorry. Onmyoji Onmyoji novels are getting an anime series in 2023. My Daemon, which is also uh, Boku no Daemon, uh, no clue when. It just was announced, so that's pretty neat. That's getting an anime. Uh, Make My Day anime film will release in February 2023. I looked this up, and the plot and the vibes I was getting was basically Lost Planet, which I thought was pretty fucking cool, and if it is like lost planet i'm looking forward to it because they had sketches of mechs it takes place on an ice planet and there are like creatures that are coming up from the ground so yeah um another one that i'm looking forward to and i actually sent my buddy this gutama an excellent adventure is getting a live action slash cg hybrid film that will premiere worldwide on december 13th how do you do a live action oh dude it looks pretty it looks funny as heck I'm, I'm actually yeah. looking like I sent this to my buddy Greg because he long time ago gave me a little Gutama pop figure, which I didn't realize it was a pop figure until way later on. Um, and I sent it to him. He was like, "I thought you were gonna send me the Last of Us trailer, but this was a pleasant surprise. I'm looking forward to this." 
So there's at least two of us out there looking forward to this uh, this movie. But that is coming out worldwide on December 13th, which is awesome. Uh, we also have Way of the House Husband is getting a season two in January 2023. Agretzko is getting a season five, which will be the final season launching in February 2023. Uh, Junji Ito, Manic, Japanese Tales of Macabre. Uh, macabre I can never say that word. Macabre? Macabre? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an anime show that's just short stories. Uh, it will premiere on January 19th, 2023. Uh, the anime film Moonrise will be coming out in 2024. This is actually, I didn't read what the plot was, but I saw who was attached to it, and I'm very excited. It's being made by Wit Studio, being and uh, they're making it, but it's also involving the author uh, To Uba, uh, Ubukata, Ubukata uh, which he was the original creator of Mardok Scramble, and he did some episodes of, or he wrote some episodes of Ghost in the Shell Arise. The director is uh, Masashi Koizuka, uh, which he did uh, directed the seasons two and three of Attack on Titan, which are arguably the better seasons. Um, minus season one. Season one was really good, too. And then the character designer is uh, Hiromu Arakawa, which is the character designer for Full Metal Alchemist and Silver Spoon. So, like, really huge names attached to this one movie. So look out for the movie uh, Moonrise, which will be coming out in 2024. Based on uh, the director, we can only assume that the first half of the movie is going to suck, but then the second half of the movie is going to be really good. Yeah, I, maybe. Yeah, it'll be like convoluted as hell, and then all of a sudden it'll all make sense by the end. Sure, we'll go with that. And then uh, two more announcements for Netflix. Uh, the anime Exception will premiere on October 13th. Did not read anything about it, but it seemed kind of maybe in the horror genre, which would be great. Because yeah. spooky season definitely needs spooky anime. And For if sure. we can get some spooky anime, that'd be freaking great. Uh, and then the last thing that I saw was uh, Onimusha, the video game series for the PlayStation, is getting an anime. So really fucking looking forward to what Netflix has like prepared. They, I thought they were like getting rid of animation and everything, but it seems like they're doubling down on anime, which is great. Really love Good to hear time. that they're putting a lot of money and effort into it. Uh, do any of these like stand out to you? Uh, anything surprise? No. Um, I think the one thing that stood out was what you had noted, which is the Urase Yatsura going to high dive. I feel like high dive's been snatching up like just one clutch anime every season lately, They've which been I've been like, like the cult classics. I feel like because I feel like Call of the Night could be a cult classic. Um, yeah. But I mean, they they've been snagging like just one, just enough for people to go, okay, high dive. I see you. I'll 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 probably end up going over to you and watching some. Yeah, but like the people who are really into the weeds of anime, they're just like, oh, they've got something for me over there. Yeah, like this season we had Don Machi, we had Call of the Night. Um, there were Made an Abyss. Yep, Made an Abyss was made it made its way over there. Um, for other people that liked it, there was um the vermeil in gold i think which has a good story definitely very etchy but yeah. i mean it, it had it's had some good hits so for them to be able to pick up a classic like urase atsura like that's pretty solid especially since they already have reincarnated as a sword um love flops which we both think is going to be hilarious Ridiculous. but extremely etchy which we also uh, and both just found shadow. out we also both just found out that love flops is also a sci-fi apparently yeah somehow yeah. So, 
I, I, that's the one thing. The other thing too is I, we talked about it a while back, but um, happy to see that way of the house husbands getting a second season because we had originally thought it was just getting that live action thing. Which so. honestly, I'm looking forward more so to the live action than the anime because yeah. of the art choices that they decided to just basically make it the panels of the manga. Like I, I enjoyed the manga for what I read. I think I read the first three volumes of it, but it wasn't anything that really kind of stuck with me. Yeah. I would say though that it's, it's anyways. It's at least interesting at how its adaptation is to from manga to anime. I'll give it that. Um, yeah. Kind of in the same boat though, where I, I just couldn't get past that the style choices that they made, but still good news. Yep. Um, but then yeah, I mean no surprise with everything from Crunchyroll, they have a stacked lineup. But to your point that you made earlier and what we'll talk about later, uh, still no, no word on Bleach. No so. word on Bleach and no word on. Uh, all the lies we tell or the little lies we tell, which I'm really yeah. interested if that'll be on Crunchyroll later. So more to come there. But um, if you want to look it up, uh, they have their own kind of like blog posts as to what they have. And also what is uh, Crunchyroll anyways, not High Dive. They usually announce late into the season what's getting a dub. But Crunchyroll has announced what is also going to have a dub. And if they have a date for the dub, that's also on their website as well. So if you want to look more into that, you can more look more into that. But um, other than that, yeah, it's it's good news all around, at least the Netflix side. I, I think that High Dive and Crunchyroll is essentially what we expected from the two, minus yeah. a few few shows. Like The Reincarnated as a Sword and Urusai Yatsura were the two that I was kind of taken aback of. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize it would go there. But we'll just have to see. Only one week away. Not even. Not even. We've got some shows coming out this weekend. So. Yeah, we do. But uh, let's move straight into uh, news story number two. It won't happen this weekend, but it will happen in two weeks. Chainsaw Man is coming, and it has 12 ending theme songs, which is a yeah. shit ton. Yes, you heard that correct. Chainsaw Man will have an astounding 12 ending songs, one for each episode. They will also have posted the tra- uh, the track list for the endings. However, we don't know what order they're going to be before performed it could be this is the order but that's you know to be seen uh i will try to pronounce some of these titles some of them oh, I this is gonna be to. good yes. buckle up folks we're not even at the anime news and announcements yet you're to getting be fair, a quick if they dose. have an, if they have an english title i will be reading the english title so actually this will be fine 200 million centimeters on the edge by maximum the hormone great great fucking band name all kinds of kisses by ano fight song by eve which is a huge like artist they do a lot of intros uh if you haven't you've probably heard a few of their songs so if not go look them up they're a great artist uh deep down by aimer um they did the opening theme song for the latest season of um demon slayer fyi oh okay i didn't know that good to know uh cerebral rendezvous by canari uh canaria yeah sure sure in the back room by Sio, uh Siodo. violence by queen bee time left by zudo mayo uh first death by tk from ling tosate tosite segure i don't know tablet by tubo chainsaw blood by vondi and dogland by people one so yeah um, but the po- the question I want to pose to you, uh, because while this is pretty exciting news, the question I have is, do you think that we're going to see the same ending credit animation for each of these songs? Or do you think each episode is going to have like 
a new ending sequence and or they'll pick like you know how when an arc is finished or the season is finished they'll play the credits with the song at the end of the episode do you think they'll go more so along with that i think it's going to be the latter of what you said which is they're just going to like run the outro song and credits with whatever scenes playing out um i would find it hard to believe that if they're going to spend all this time you know searching for 12 unique songs that will fit the vibe of you know whatever sequence we're in within chainsaw man for yeah. the first season i find it hard to believe that they would try to pigeonhole them all into one ending sequence, sequence too yeah yeah but i, so, I to kind of counterpoint on your thing i don't think that they were trying to find songs to match the endings i think it's more so they asked like hey we have an ending sequence open available that we need music for can you do it and fit this theme because like yeah, the, I the mean, theme of some of these songs are just like all over the place so like tablet chainsaw blood time left like some of them are really like okay this is going to end in like a fight and some of these are like okay maybe this is just going to be a cliffhanger type episode yeah but i i still feel like they obviously paid a lot of attention to where each and episode was ending and the mood and intensity level and whatnot so i'm i'm positive that they spent time to be like okay we, we want a unique ending songs to match the feel of wherever this episode's finishing yeah. off let's try to just match that you know by and, and make that, that as our seamless like yeah and make it a seamless ending not one of those ones where you like it chops off and then like boom ending credits of like all the characters dancing and frolicking in the woods and like happy-go-lucky song plays it's like no we want it to feel have the same intensity or same mood or same emotions that this last portion of the episode is is in so yeah i that's my guess i mean i i doubt like i said earlier too i doubt that they would spend all this time finding 12 songs or you know enlisting artists to to create 12 different ending songs for it to just be like no it's all just going into the same ending sequence yeah like that, that just seems far-fetched to me yeah i i think we are both kind of like in alignment of what what'll happen it's just a matter of what what order are they going to be in so yeah Really looking forward to it, man. We're we are just fucking so close. Year, fifteen days away, so so Ooh. close. We're almost there. Almost, almost there. there, but uh, almost there. Not quite. Is new story number three. Mob Psycho One Hundred is recasting its dub cast. Uh, Crunchyroll confirmed the news dropped by Kotaku that the company will be recasting its characters for Mob Psycho One Hundred season three. This is strictly the English dub. This isn't your Japanese uh, subtitled version. It's just the English dub. But um, Crunchyroll spokesperson stated that the decision was made so that they could record at the company's production studio in Dallas and that in order to, quote, accomplish a seamlessly per our production and casting guidelines, we will need to recast some roles, end quote. However, this goes far beyond a simple, quote, recording location, end quote, Issue for many of the voice actors. Uh, Kyle McCarley, English voice actor for, of Mob, made a video on Twitter explaining the situation and sharing his side of the story, in which Kyle, among many vo other, other voice actors on Mob Psycho 100, requested that Country Roll make the agreement under the SAG-AFTRA AFTRA, uh, AFTRA, uh, yeah. union contract Screen Actors Guild of America Federation of Television Radio Artists. 
Kyle and many other actors are part of SAG AFTRA, usually do work on non-union dubs simply because of the lack of protection that the SAG AFTRA union affords its members when contracting with companies. Crunchyroll refused to agree any of the terms, even refusing to meet with Kyle in person to discuss any of the terms to the contract. Um, so let's let's unpack this before we kind of go into the next point, because I feel like those are two different points about uh, a similar issue. So yeah. <coughs> there's been a lot of talk about Crunchyroll having voice actors come back to Texas have everybody record in the same studio maybe not necessarily at the same time but you know record on site because according to everybody now the pandemic is over which anywho um i think that this is going to be a larger issue overall in the coming months and you're going to see this happen more and more and more until crunchyroll decides to talk to people who are in the union I think that also the fact of Kyle saying that, hey, I'll do this non-union, but like I want you to have conversations about doing union work in the future and them just refusing outright is also just another kind of just slap in the face to this, I, I guess, topic. Because we're seeing this a lot in video games as well, where I think the first uh, gaming company... Uh, I think it's Ravensoft. It's one of the subsidiaries of Activision yep. Blizzard, in which yeah, they right. they started their first union uh, for the video game industry for QA, I believe, and that's been a huge deal. And it's it's starting to spread more and more into other uh, entertainment venues. And this is this is no different. But this is one of those weird ones that actors, actresses, uh, and other people in the entertainment industry on like the Hollywood side, they are almost always a part of a union. Yeah. Yeah. So this is so weird that this is the one side of it that isn't part of a union and isn't doing union work. And if they are, it's limited union work. Yeah. SAG is nothing new. Like anyone in the entertainment industry knows about the screen actors guild. And that does encompass voice actors. um, Not just exclusively like film actors, it's it's covers a wide gambit of people in the entertainment industry um yeah in in kyle's case too he's uh you know a member of sag aftra and has declined other roles because of this too so there's been situations where he's been adamant about them using a union contract and the, the whatever company they're going through basically refusing and him just refusing the role i think i read the article that's saying that he was the voice of a character on scarlet nexus and the just refused the anime the video game and the video game but okay. refused because they didn't use a sag aftra union contract when doing the anime adaptation um and didn't do the voice of his character so yeah it, the the really glaring issue to me though is that crunchyroll was very adamant about not be, having any sort of like dealing with SAG after union contracts, like so much so that, and again, this is coming from Kyle. Obviously, it's still one sided, but there hasn't been a lot out of Crunchyroll in terms of like what actually, you know, what from their perspective, what happened. But basically, in Kyle's video, which I highly suggest you go watch on his um, Twitter, he 
outlined the fact that it wasn't about money. Like he was going to get paid really, really well without a union contract. Like that yeah. was not the issue. The, the the biggest thing for him is that he, along with many other voice actors, want the protection of the union because being a part of a union and being under a union contract comes with a lot of benefits to obviously the voice actors in terms of just general protection. So that way, like Crunchyroll can't come out and be like, hey, guess what? We're just going to terminate you for no reason. Or, hey, guess what? You're not coming back for season four. Like the union would be able to protect him and the contract would be able to protect him. So it's not just a money thing. It's it's a lot of just protection for these actors that are you know ingrained in the industry that have a lot of different roles that want to take on more roles but just you know want the protection that comes with being under a union so yeah. for for Crunchyroll to just outright refuse especially when according to Kyle they were being very flexible the terms were still very flexible in the union contract they wanted to make it work they just wanted to be under SAG after because of that extra layer of protection the fact that Crunchyroll just blatantly was like no absolutely not no way and went so far as to say you know what no we're not doing it if you don't want to be under if 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 you want to be under a union contract then we'll just find someone else also to, to note to note real quick this isn't just crunchyroll this is also this is funimation yes theoretically yes, it's like Sony. this is funimation it's... joining hand in hand with crunchyroll now and being under the same umbrella these are the same people that were still working at funimation when you know, be when they were still two separate entities. So just kind of keep that yes. in mind that it's not like, oh, the people at Funny uh, Funimation wouldn't do this. No, this is literally Funimation doing this, but now they're under the name of Crunchyroll. And so. I'm glad you brought that up too, because the Scarlet Nexus anime, which I think was a Funimation slash Sony production, was the one where Kyle refused to do it because it wasn't under a union contract. So yeah, it's it's not. This isn't a new thing with since the merger or anything this is this has been an issue in the past yeah so i i just i'm very worried i mean the the, the fan outcry is very obvious uh in social media and, and I, in I a lot of places that's, that's just, not only just due to this and the union work but it's also due to the second point that i wanted to bring in which was also that this yeah. came in the wake of like literally this year we kind of heard about it early in the year and i think we brought it up in a previous episode at some point but um, many of the English voice actors on the Jujutsu Kaisen movie, which made fucking bank, the Jujutsu Kaisen yeah. Zero movie, the highest billed person on for like the English voice acting was like a thousand bucks. But a majority of people mm -hmm. were paid anywhere from like one hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars for their roles on the film. No residuals, no royalties, nothing. They just got like a flat one hundred fifty. Like the voice actress who played Rika, which is a for all intents and purposes has a minor role speaking wise but has a major influence in the movie was only paid 150 bucks and yeah. that that combined that with all of this union work that's why you're seeing a lot of fans being like yo what the fuck like i'm just gonna stick to subtitles anyways because fuck your couch this is awful yeah well and i mean it's uh, this this is a perfect example of why it's important for voice actors to have have the ability and the right to just blatantly refuse if it's not under a sag after because again it's just these people deserve a lot more than $150 for a speaking role i mean it's 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 really 
annoying to hearing that Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie makes like what three hundred million, something uh, like over, that. Overall, it made thirteen point seven five billion or one hundred ninety six million worldwide. But I'm trying to find okay. the numbers for just U.S. So continue talking, and I'll find that for you. I mean that number alone, though, right? Like, it, it's just it's astounding to me that these production companies can look at that and then look at the amount of money they pay their voice actors and go, yeah, that's fair. This is where SAG-AFTRA and would come in and be like, no, it's not. Here, we're going to fight for our voice actors. This is the purpose that we stand for is to protect those a part of the union. And everyone has a right to. I mean, anyone in any industry, no matter what, you have the right to establish a union. And no one can tell you otherwise. Everyone has that right to. And for Crunchyroll to look at SAG after unionized voice actors and go, you know what? We're not just going to, we're just not going to deal with you is a very scary sign. And I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that in combination with the fan uproar, in combination with other voice actors in the industry, seeing how Crunchyroll has been treating Kyle and others alike, I hope that we see more and more people refusing to do work. Now that comes at the sort of short-term expense of maybe getting less dubbed quality anime right away. And well, and quality. quality. Yeah. Cause maybe, yeah. Cause there, you're going to have those people that'll come in and be like, Hey, I'm a new voice actor. I want to do it. Joe I'll do Schmo it for, like me. Yeah. I'll do it for a hundred dollars. Sure. I don't give a fuck. I get yeah. to be a voice actor on anime. That's sweet. Like, yeah, you're going to have those people, but I think short-term you're going to, if, if, if more and more people start refusing, if more and more people start making it a priority to highlight the, I mean, to put it plainly, like the atrocities that these people are going through to like make $150 on a, on a role where the, uh, they grossed almost 200 million, you know, worldwide yeah, for so a movie. The, the like US, that's disgusting. The U- I don't have the final U S numbers, but it grossed opening weekend, 17.7 million. And they only projected anywhere between eight to 13 million total. Total. Yeah. No, that's disgusting. So, yeah. I mean, I can't do math. It's like, fucking insane. But if you're, well, yeah, I mean, your top, your top fucking voice actor made a thousand bucks, no royalties. And yeah. you like made 16, 17 million. Like if everybody in that voice cast made that much, which let's just call it 20 people, that's $20,000. That's by my math, that's still $17 million, just a little less change. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. To me, to me, it's just it's downright terrible. Yeah, and, and, and again, is, I'm and this I'm is hopeful also... that it's gonna cause more and more actors to just refuse work. Just, I mean, for well, their own sake, for their future, for the future of the industry too. You know, for their future careers, refuse the work. If it's if they're gonna pay you peanuts, don't give them stellar work. Just say you're either gonna get five minutes out of me to do every single speaking part or i just won't do it yeah and this kind of uh so you were not with me on this panel but i went to or we went to pax east this year and i went to a panel by myself and i always sat next to the microphone because any panel i went to i was interested and i always had like drummed up a question in my mind that i wanted to ask because you know you want to go to a panel and you want to make it interesting for not only yourself, but the panelists and everybody in the audience. And one of them was on voice acting in like video games and such. And I don't really remember what the title was, but um, this was like right on the heels of all the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero paying issues. 
And I asked them bluntly, I was like, listen, you don't have to answer this, but I know that this is kind of a hot button topic. Like, do people in the voice acting industry usually start with anime to get their start and get their name out there and then move on to other things and abandon anime because the anime pays so poorly? And luckily they were able to answer me. They kind of, you know, they tiptoed around it a little bit, but they were saying that there are people who do make a career out of it. They can get paid enough to where they can make a living, et cetera, and they can just record anime. But a majority of people do get into anime just to kind of get their name out there, get their voice out there so they can get projects in video games and get unionized, like you have that unionized video game deal or have voice acting in movies, et cetera, and TV, other TV shows that are, you know, not anime. So yeah. it was one of those things that like, for all intents and purposes, like a lot of people do use anime as a stepping stone, but for these bigger roles for people like Kyle, like they love, they do it because they love it. Essentially a majority of them do it because they love it. And for them to kind of get fucked for a role because they're a part of a union and just sucks. Like it, it, it just absolutely blows. Yeah. So yeah, it it's it's really heartbreaking to see this. I I am interested to see who they hire for the dub, how close their voices match the original because I I actually haven't watched the dub for Mob, um but I do enjoy the subtitled one. But it will be interesting to see, you know, who they get for it and what the fan backlash for those new voice actors are, whether people are going to be accepting of them, if people are going to be like you bastard you should have worked with the union and crunchyroll should have never made the show dubbed because we you know we wanted the original voice actor so it's more essentially more to come here later on but it's it's really one of those weird situations that what's the fan backlash gonna be once the show does come out i just i personally hope that it's all the hate all the negative energy is focused on crunchyroll and not on the replacements because let's face it if anyone out there was reached out to by Crunchyroll, like hey we want you to do the new voice for bob you would say yes yeah. if you're a new if you're a new person starting out if you this is your first introduction and they're like hey we want you to do the lead role on a hit anime series you would say yeah so yeah i mean if this person is coming in and they're getting their first taste of what it's like to be a voice actor in anime can't blame them but what no. you can do is you can blame crunchyroll for for basically throwing aside the voice actor who's been there for the last two seasons whose voice and face is is synonymous with mob and because they just didn't want to go underneath the union contract like yeah. that's direct your blame at crunchyroll don't direct your blame at those trying to get a footing in you know because they're still making nothing yeah i mean depending on the role they they really are just making jack shit sometimes but they do it because they love it so yeah, yeah it, again don't direct your hate towards the voice actors who do take these roles please direct it at crunchyroll and the people who are in charge of hiring because at the end of, and aka sony just direct it towards sony because god knows they've made a bunch of decisions recently that are just fucking stupid <laughs> I'm looking at you, PlayStation 5 with a separate disk drive. You All right. Anyway. Anywho, on to my favorite segment of the week, new dates and announcements. Um, I actually cut... Yeah, Sorry. Is that, is that the official noise now for going into the, the segment? Yeah, the fanfare. 
<laughs> the transition. Uh, yeah, I I kind of cut this list down because I threw everything up in the um, where are they landing for fall 2022. But we still got a solid list this week. Um, starting us off, anime director Tomohiko Ito, uh, he was the director for SAO Seasons 1 and 2 and Erased, has started his first manga with uh, artist Meki Kuroyama titled Wonder X. So go check it out. Uh, Attack on Titan and JoJo writer Yasu, uh, Yasuko Kobayashi started a new manga titled Danzai Lock. Uh, Bofuri, which has a giant fucking title that I just put Bofuri in here. Season 2 has been delayed to January 2023. As if nobody thought that this show was coming out this season, it's official that it'll be in the uh, winter 2023. So good for you, Bofuri. I actually really enjoyed season 1 of Bofuri. Like, it was just like a dub show that I threw on in the background while working. It was like, you know what? I enjoyed this more than I did. This is just kind of like a nice little uh, puff piece. So, yeah, it is what it is. But um, moving on to the next one, One Piece Red stays at number one for the seventh straight week and tops Weathering With You as the seventh best anime film in Japan, which is Jeez, insane. Yeah. yeah, seven weeks in just a row, Just keeps baby. rolling. Those freaking weebs out in Japan. Keep it going. Um, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 will come to theaters in the U.S. on December 6th, 8th, and 11th, which is right before my wedding, so I gotta do some convincing with the fiancé. <laughs> it's funny, we, we went, my uh, fiancé and I and uh, two of our friends went to go see Howl's Moving Castle in theater uh, uh, this weekend, and we saw the trailer for this, and I was like, oh, I bet Frank would cream his pants if he saw this right now. Oh, I've seen the movie already. It's great. It's well, phenomenal. Yeah, no, but for it to be coming back into theater. Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's not coming back. This is the first time it's coming to theaters. Oh, sorry. For it to be coming to theaters. Yeah, I know, right? You're <laughs> Excuse only, me. They're only two years late with this one, so it is what it is. But I, I am actually looking forward to this. Um, recently, my buddy John and I and his wife, uh, we watched all four movies, not consecutively, but like over the across like a couple of weekends. So it was a good time. Um, moving to the next one, Remake Our Life uh, the, is ending with the 12th volume of the light novel in 2023. I don't know why I stumbled so much in that sentence. It was really a pretty tough. easy sentence. Um, yeah. I'm actually watching the dub for this one currently. Uh, I know you watched this when it came out live last year. Last year? This year? Was it this, this year? This year. It was this year. Was it winter 2022? I think so. Huh. Yeah, well, yeah. it's getting a dub now, and I'm, I've been watching it, and I've been really enjoying it, but uh, I got to... It's really good. It I is really, really good. It. The, yeah. uh, it's really interesting, though. The the voice actress for one of the characters is the same voice actress for uh, Love After World Domination. It threw me through a loop for a second. I was like, where the fuck have I heard this? Because it's such a unique voice. But yeah, um, yeah it, the, the light novels are ending with the 12th volume in uh, 2023. I don't think there's a date quite yet. But um, moving on, Blue Lock will have 24 episodes. It'll be two core, back-to-back cores, 12 episodes each. Looking forward to this show. I'm hoping that it's as good as people make it out to be. So knocking on wood. And speaking of knocking on wood, uh, Makoto Shinkai's new movie, uh, Suzume's Door Locking, will get a manga adaptation starting in December's issue of Konda- uh, Kondansha's. I can never pronounce it. Kondansha's monthly afternoon magazine, which comes out on October 25th. I don't know why a December issue comes out in October, but it does. So there you have it. No clue. Lunatic Circus, the manga, is ends its first part. So if you're a fan, you already know this. But if you're not, there you go. Uh, 
this one I'm just going to put like this is a two-parter for this one. Rurouni Kenshin is getting a reboot in 2023. Part 2. Don't fucking forget that this is the the author of Rurouni Kenshin was caught have with about 100 DVDs of child pornography. So, yeah. Have fun watching and, that one and not having that one in the back of your mind because fuck and, that dude. This does not deserve of all fucking older shows, this does not deserve a reboot. No. It doesn't. And moving forward we will not be referring to the name of said anime either no this Um, is the one time because it is news and it i know a lot of people love it but like i cannot separate the author from the work i will never rewatch this show but which is fair it it sucks because like i enjoyed the show i remember this was one of the first like other than dragon ball z this was legitimately one of the first anime i saw as a kid like on Adult Swim slash Toonami. And it just sucks. Yeah, I, I remember it being on there every so often. Yeah. I Yeah. We just we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it anymore. So. We will never talk about it again, but there you go. The peeping Tom of child pornography is getting his show rebooted, so fuck you. Um My Dear Moments, visual uh which is a visual novel game, is getting an anime. Uh Tomo John uh Tomo Chan is a girl is premiering in January twenty twenty three. I feel like everything that was supposed to happen this season was like Chainsaw Man's coming out in fall. Let's just fucking push it to to the winter because we don't want to deal with it. Like with everything it, that's coming out. Yeah, I mean, well, I think it was one of those situations where like everyone was anticipating when Chainsaw Man was coming out, so shows were just like, "Hey, we're getting an anime," and that was it. And then the moment that Chainsaw Man was like. Yeah, we're coming out fall, October eleventh or whatever it is. People are like, "Oh, okay, 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 good, 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 good." Yeah, we're gonna announce, we're gonna announce winter or spring of next year or whatever it might be. So yeah, no surprise here that we've got a just a score of shows coming out in winter now. Yeah, it's it's insane. I I need to actually go look at the list, but it's huge and it just keeps evolving because uh, Nier Automata is getting an anime and that's premiering in January twenty twenty three. Uh, Misfit of Demon King Academy Season 2 is premiering in January 2023. One of my personal favorite uh, announcements of this past weekend, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai is getting a sequel anime which will adapt the 8th and ninth volumes, which is Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny uh, of a Sister Venturing Out and Rascal Does Not Dream of a Knapsack Kid. Um, I have yet to watch the movie. I own the season 1 and I own the movie. I have not watched the movie, but I will be rewatching these soon because I'm very excited for this show. Did you watch this one? I started it and then got distracted by the shows that were coming out. So not yet. I do have the manga for both this and Rascal Dunstan Dream of the Succubus. Can't remember the second volume of the manga. Uh, I would have to look. Why don't you look it up and you can get back to me while I go through the rest of this. Okay. Homework time. Homework for you. Uh, another Fate show is fucking coming out called Fate slash Strange Fake, F-A-K-E. A spinoff story is getting an anime special on December 31st. My love story with Yamada-kun at level 999 manga is getting an anime in 2023. Yes, sir, Tyler. Rascal does not dream of Petite Devil Kohai. Mm. That's the second volume of the manga. Nice. Very nice. Um, and away I go. Away you go. Unite Up, Sony's music's or Sony Music's quote next dimensional idol end quote YouTube project is getting an anime at Cloverworks. 
really fucking bizarre one right there. That, that like made a, my brain hurt. A, like a basically YouTube like uh VTuber idol project is getting an anime at Cloverworks. Like that just like Hollow Live or whatever. I mean it it it's an equivalent to Hollow Live. Okay. So yeah, but. That's interesting. Cloverworks, you do you. You get that bag. Uh, Saint Cilia and the Pastor Lawrence anime will premiere on April 2023 on Crunchyroll. It's weird that this one like got the date, like or the like announcement for spring, and then almost immediately after it was like Crunchyroll. It's coming out on Crunchyroll. Like Crunchyroll is like now making it a point of we have the show, we have it. Oh yeah, you have to after all the fucking debacle over the last like two months, which we will get into soon. Um, shortly yes my hero academia season two will be a back-to-back two core so it'll run fall and spring and i believe that one's 25 episodes uh with this fall being 12 and and by spring i mean winter 2023 uh winter being 13 episodes you have a weird face season what season six there you go did i say something else two oh i think i've read see i saw the two in you did you did yeah. I'm dyslexic like I wanted, that. I wanted to make a quick point too that uh, I'm surprised that the the two core shows are doing the back to back. They're not doing any break. Seems it seems very. I'm wondering very if bold. They, well, my hero's always done this. They've done this every season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, like for, with yeah. Blue Lock. I think um, I'm wondering if they did like a bunch of just um, research, especially with Spy Family coming out, like taking the break, like people are more likely to watch a second core if it comes out immediately compared to not. But it also depends on what's on the plate of the studio, I believe. Yeah. Because like, if they're signed on to do X project and X project, then, you know, X project is like two cores now. Then they're like, okay, well we have to do this one in summer. We'll push the second core to fall. So it could just yeah. honestly depend on what they do there. Or they're like, Hey, we're not confident we could produce at such a quality that we want to, you know, do back to back. I'm looking at you, Comey. Uh, that let's just do take a season off so we could prepare some of that material. That would yeah. be my guess as to why. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the animation takes a dip or not in season six of My Hero and uh, Blue Lock. But more on that in the future. Um, this is something that I completely forgot. I don't know where it's showing, but Ark Knights, uh, the mobile game, Prelude to Dawn, premieres on October 28th. I'm actually, you know, with all the video game adapt- or adaptations that have been going on that have actually been really good, I'm interested to see if they can make a, a mobile night or mobile night, mobile game good into a good anime. Dude, oh. I'm, my, my Slystexia is just really fucking hitting <laughs> me right now. I was going to make a comment, too, that we could have gotten an early previewing of, like, what a mobile game turned anime would be like, but <laughs> good old Twisted Wonderland... Who knows when the fuck that shit's coming out? With Disney? Never. Yeah. Never, Anywho. ever, for never, ever, never. Uh, another weird, interesting one that I'm just, like, scratching my head. Me and Roboco. Uh, it's a popular, uh, semi-popular Shonen Jump series. I think it's kind of, I don't know. Its rankings seem to be keep, like, dipping and dipping and dipping. But Me and Roboco anime will be a series of five-minute shorts and premiere on December 4th which is super weird, and I'm just scratching my head. That seems odd. Indeed it is. Uh, another two-core here. Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 will be a two-core and will also run back-to-back. So I believe Jujutsu Kaisen Season 1, that ran 
back to back if I'm not no maybe they took a season off can you look I that up for me away I go away you go World Trigger Seasons 2 and 3 are getting an English dub. Um, I believe these were, or Season 1 was just a really long season, and it just had an English dub back in the day, and then when it came back, I don't know. Season 2 and 3 is getting an English dub. Good for you, World Trigger. Uh, my Dress Up Darling, the manga, it topped 7.5 million copies sold. Uh, to put into perspective, it only has 10 volumes in Japan and 6 in the United States. And good sir, you have an update. It did run back to back. Uh, real okay. quick, too, with my dress up, darling, because I don't see it in here. Uh, did get confirmation that there will be a second season. Just I'm that was it. Sure, that happened earlier this year. Nope. I mean, it happened like two weeks ago. Did? Yeah, it was like hmm. confirmed from the author. Like there will be a second season. So. Yay! All right. Well, we got. I'm two sure more we had then... before too, but whatever. We have we gotta hurry hustle through this because we got the last news story. We got two more. Uh Sorceress Stabber Orphan, which I that's a title if I've ever heard one. <sighs> uh season three will premiere in January twenty twenty three. So there's, there's three of them? Season three, yeah. Apparently there's three orphans stabbing people with sorceress intent. Uh <laughs> Two Cute Crisis uh manga is getting an anime in twenty twenty three, and that looks pretty fucking adorable. There's just a bunch of like cute dogs and animals and such on the poster. I hope they all murder each other. I hope they don't. That is all for news and announcement, or sorry, new announcements and dates. We are now moving into our last news story, which is Bleach's Bizarre Adventure? Question uh, mark. So for those of you who don't know and haven't followed the escapades of Bleach, Bleach is in fucking purgatory right now. It is nobody knows what the fuck oh, is going no, on. No, no. Bleach is in fucking nowhere. They're in the That's space between is. time. No, they're in the space between time. Purgatory actually exists. They're in the space where no time exists. Where just no, where all nothingness, of our fans. Where nothingness is everywhere. Anywho. That's where Bleach is. Bleach, both the sub and the dub, is leaving Hulu on Saturday. Why? We have no fucking clue. But we can speculate, as it has been these last months, that Disney Plus is migrating the entire Bleach library onto their streaming platform in preparation for the new Bleach Thousand Year War Blood War this season or this fall. Um, neither Crunchyroll nor High Dive has listed the new season of Bleach in their fall lineups. We still don't know when if the new season of Bleach will be simulcasted outside of Japan, even though many have tried to say that it has been confirmed. It's just been confirmed that there's a simulcast. Um, the latest news from Viz was that the anime would be simulcast, but, oh, yeah, I just said that. I didn't even look at that point. Anywho, uh, so will we ever get news on Bleach, or will it be time to gather the straw hats and just head to the seas? Only time will tell, but time is running out with fall right around the corner. Tyler, I want to uh, bring up two things to you, and, and you can give me your theories on this. So we do, we have Bleach leaving Hulu this weekend. Yep. Yep. New York Comic Con the weekend after which will show the premiere of bleach episode one yep do we get any news on where bleach is going to be before in between the two in between like next week before the premiere of season one and when they take it off of hulu do you think we get anything like hey bleach is the original bleach is coming to disney plus oh by the way bleach is also uh bleach the two movies and all of Naruto is leaving Netflix, Netflix. in October. I think yes. it's October 14th, which is three days after or four days after the premiere of Bleach, Thousand Year Blood yes. War. 
But yeah, yeah like, do, when do you think we'll get news on this? Th- the, like, realistically, I'm gonna paint you a beautiful picture. Okay, paint, paint it for me, baby. Lights go out in New York Comic Con. Bleach: Thousand Year Blood War comes up on screen. Fans rejoice. The first episode airs. It looks fucking magical. The fight scenes are crisp. The animation is stunning. You have all of your voice actors from before. Everything's perfect. And then the final scene rolls, and you just see one little twinkle in the sky in the far distance on the screen. And the Disney towers come out. No, I, I think creams their pants. No, everyone shits their pants out of fear. Both that the ma- the mouse has recurred. Yeah, you can do both. Yeah. I just if they don't announce anything at New York Comic Con, if they only screen it, boy oh boy, will will there be riots in the the mean streets of New York? There will be a thousand year blood war in New York. There, there will, and it will take place in the span of a day. Actually, yes. not a day. It'll just be a span of like two hours. That's all the the energy that weebs have. Until the weebs get a paper cut and they're like, "I'm going home. I'm done." I just it, it. I would find it hard to believe that no news will come out from New York Comic Con. I it's I, I get the sense that they're trying to do the thing that Chainsaw Man did, but just in a really shitty way. Yeah. We're like Chainsaw Man was like, hey, listen, we're taking our time. We want to put all the pieces together. We don't want to do this prematurely. It's coming. We promise you this is not fake. Like it, you will get it soon. It just needs to have the final polish added because yeah. we want it to be perfect. Bleach is like the fucking like drunk uncle. Like, I don't fucking know what we're doing. Who are you? Like, I don't who am I? Like, just, fucking, just deal with it. Like. It doesn't know what it's doing. No one knows what it's doing. No one knows where is it where it's going. All we know is that they're going to show the first, I think, two episodes at New York Comic Con. A bleach? I believe it's two. I don't I think it's just the first one. If you want to keep ranting, but I will yeah, say I keep that on this. Um, I I will say that uh, to kind of put into perspective, Bleach and Chainsaw Man were doing the same thing that Xbox and PlayStation were doing for the new console generation, in which it's like. We're not going to release our release date. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. And then, like, some, they were just playing chicken, and then somebody did it. And then, like, within a week, the other person did it. So, but now it's just like Chainsaw Man did it. Where, yeah. where are you at? Well, and I mean, Chainsaw Man did it in the correct way, too, which is like, hey, we know we're being streamed. We're streaming on Crunchyroll. Hey, we know we're getting uh, an English dub, like, almost immediately, too. That's good to know. Hey, the last piece of the puzzle. Well, then, hey, like here's our second trailer, which I mean, to be fair, was incredible, but not really needed because the hype was already like to the maximum level. It just only increased it much that much farther. And the final final piece was just the, hey, here's your release date. Get get pumped. It's it's finally happening. Yeah. Bleach has been, hey, here's Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War. Here, hey, here's a trailer. Hey, here's a trailer. Hey, here's a trailer. Okay, bye. Oh, by the way, no, we're showing ourselves at New York Comic Con. Okay, now buy. Like, you no, you can't do that. Like, there are too many questions left. Fall is basically here. We don't know where you're being streamed. We don't know if we're going to be able to watch it outside of the U.S. We don't know anything really. Like, it's it's bringing back the horrible summertime rendering vibes of like 
is it happening? Is it not happening? Are we going to have to find a way to watch it outside of the United States? Are we going to the high seas? What's happening? Like, just there's no there's radio silence too close to when there should be like just a, a overflow of news, right? Yeah. Like they're waiting to like the let like the break point where people are like about to just start going pitchforks down to Viz being like, where the fuck is this? Which funny enough, Viz has no control over this. Viz is just like, we're just the publishing company. We have no fucking idea either. <laughs> like it's like it's we getting could to tell the point. You things, but then we'll be fucking sued to the oblivion by the mouse the house yeah. of mouse. Yeah, um, it, answer, it just you're, to, you're getting to the break point though. To get back to it, um, it is only episode one, and especially since it it says in the New York Comic Con post, like in the actual okay. like, timeline, that it is just episode one. Also, it's only the the panel is just an hour long, so yeah. How mad I, would you <sighs> be if that one episode, like episode one, is like 15 minutes recap of what's happened so far, and then like six minutes of new material? I mean, I wouldn't put it past it. It's a big three. That's like boilerplate formula for what they do every episode. Last time on Bleach, and then you're like, half the episode just ended, and nothing new happened. So, I, yeah. it, it I, it's I'm, frustrating. Yeah, it's really frustrating too because this is this is one of my, not one of my. This is my favorite of the big three, and. Granted, I haven't read up through the source materials, so I'm just like going in blind. I'm like, sweet, that was in your blood war. I'm like, I know what happened at the end of the the original run. Like, I know what's going on, ish, so to speak. Yeah. Like, I wanted to go into this blind and just full of young joy, like I did when I first watched it. Too fucking bad. Yeah, basically, it's like it's like a big kick to the face and the nuts at the same time. Yeah, and then well, also getting a wedgie. <laughs> Well, speaking of something that does bring us joy, it leads us to our last segment segment of the day, manga slash anime of the week. This is what we recommend you spend your time this week reading and or watching. Uh, kick us off here, Tyler, because I have yet to actually think of something and pull something out of my ass. I mean, mine's basically pulled out of my ass, but it's just a new one that I'm reading on the Shonen Jump app that I find interesting. It's called Tokyo Demon Bride Story. Um it's cute. It's it's kind of like a fairly standard-ish shonen. Um, the concept is interesting with basically like uh, the demons crossing over from the different plane and this young boy fine comes across a demon, doesn't realize it, makes a promise with her that when he grows older, he'll marry her. And the year comes when he's of age and she shows up and then all this craziness starts to happen and she's a badass and, the you know debauchery afoot when it when a demon princess is abound so it's uh it's entertaining i I wouldn't say it's anything like new so to speak um mind-blowing but it's fun yeah yeah the art style is i like i really like the art style i think it's it's got like these weird elements of like being very cutesy but then terrifying on the next page so that kind of always keeps you on your toes but yeah it's a fun read go give it a try i think there's only four chapters out so far so not much to catch up on there are i've been reading it as well um i actually just read the newest chapter today during my lunch break and i i do really enjoy it it's a it's a fun read it's better than a majority of the new uh new stuff that's been coming out on shonen jump so other than akane banashi because that yeah is the fucking gr- it's so good it's the best but, um my recommendation for the week is actually going to be an anime that i'm currently in the middle of re-watching 
Uh, it is a show called Relife. I watched it back when it came out, and I didn't realize, like, I knew season one had come out, and I knew, like, an OVA came out. I didn't realize, like, four OVAs came out, and those four episodes or something uh, really wrapped up the entirety of the series, so to speak, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, like, the whole series is done because of the OVAs, so I'm, like, going back and re-watching the entire show. I'm on episode 10, and, like, I knew I liked it to begin with back in the day, but, like, I forgot actually how good and how wholesome this show is. Like, if you don't know the premise of Real Life, guy who's just a fucking, just down, not necessarily down on his luck, he's just a lazy piece of shit. He's in a, he's 28, he's lazy, he, uh kind of says he's like oh i'm applying to jobs i'm doing this but he's not giving it his all he works at a freaking like isekai not isekai just like at a corner store and his parents are about to cut him off like the next month uh and so he basically really has to find a big boy job and a company called relife uh labs approach him and says if you take this pill we will pay for your living expenses for a year this is just basically going to be an experiment in the drunken stupor, he takes the pill and he turns into his, like, 17-year-old self again. And he is now a teenager and he's being enrolled back in high school to basically do it over again and find the, like, missing feelings that he had as a kid that he's missing now as an adult. It's a really fucking good show. There's nothing weird or horny about it. It's it's really good. I definitely give it uh, a watch. Uh, that is my recommendation. But um, thank you all for joining us this week. We will be next. Uh, nah, we will be back next week with our. Uh, sp- I almost called it spring summer twenty twenty. Do you want to start this? Just start the ending. Just, off. just, try just. Again. Yeah, we'll try it again. Try again. Thank you, thank you for joining us again this week. We will be back next week with our review of summer twenty twenty two. We not every show that we're watching has been finished. Nor have we finished every show we've been watching. We really need to catch up on that. So that is why we pushed it to next week. Plus, we had a lot of news we wanted to talk about. I have a feeling your cat just bit your foot. That was the look you were just giving. So um, No. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yes, we will be back next week with uh, our summer review. Uh, so look forward to that. If you don't want the conversation to end, head to Twitter at uh, Bakako Podcast, where you can talk to us directly there, join our Discord, and talk directly to us there. And uh, tell us what you're looking for, what your conspiracy theories are on Bleach, and whatever else you want to throw at us. So until next time, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.